Some of the best places in America to see the starry night sky also happen to be the best places to drill for oil. Think western North Dakota or west Texas, places far from any major cities. As oil development exploded in recent years, so has the amount of light pollution. Our Inside Energy reporter Emily Guerin has the story. Kent Friesen looks up from a massive telescope. You've got to see this. The Andromeda galaxy is framed in the small viewfinder. He calls out into the darkness for his wife, Laura. Wow. They're from Denver and are rarely in places as dark as North Dakota's Theodore Roosevelt National Park, which is holding a stargazing festival this fall weekend. I can easily look up and there's the Milky Way. That, that's so easy to see and you, you, you can't see that in, in, in Denver. If you're from a city, the night sky in western North Dakota will blow your mind. The stars are bright and there are so many of them. But Jay Bjerke, an astronomy buff from Moorhead, Minnesota, notices that something's missing. Over there. He points at a butte that's silhouetted by a soft glow. You can't see stars between the horizon and 20 degrees up. That's the oil fields. What you can see is half a dozen natural gas flares blazing just outside the park fence. Park ranger Jeff Zilland knows because he spent many nights this summer driving gravel roads in the dark trying to find the sources of light pollution. Yeah, there's light coming up from the flares, but there's all of these trucking facilities and gas stations and even cities that are just growing. The National Park Service actually measures light pollution with a special camera. They found that between 2010 and 2013, light pollution in the park's north unit increased by 500 percent faster than at any other national park in the country. It's really hard to get in front of something that is moving that fast and, that, and that's that big. Eileen Andes is the chief of interpretation at the park, and she says they've basically been in triage mode since the oil boom began. It's hard to deal with a lot of critical things at the same time when you're short-staffed. Now they're getting around to light pollution. They're talking with developers about lighting, and they've produced a series of educational videos. We need dark places like this now more than ever. But they're not nearly as ambitious as Bill Wren, the light pollution guru at the University of Texas McDonald Observatory. Our goal is nothing short of changing the way oil and gas industry lights their nighttime activities. The observatory is deep in West Texas. Empty, dark country, necessary for the kind of work that happens here, observing very faint light from very distant stars. And yeah, if the sky gets brighter than the faint source we're trying to see, then it's lost. Wren worries oil and gas development from the nearby Permian Basin could jeopardize the work being done at the observatory. So he's reached out to some of the oil men that work there and found one with a soft spot for West Texas. You know, it's just one of the great assets of that area is you, you just have dark skies. You can see stars from horizon to horizon. Stacy Locke is the CEO of Pioneer Energy Services. Locke said he'd never really thought about lighting before. Not at all. But he wanted to help. The fixes were pretty simple. Point lights on drilling rigs and well pads down, not up. Switch to warmer colored bulbs and LEDs. The key, Locke says, is getting the companies that own the well sites on board. They hire all of the service providers so they can mandate, hey, if you want to work for me, your equipment has to be dark sky compliant. 
Bill Wren says light pollution may be decreasing, but it's probably because there's been a major slowdown in drilling activity in the last year when the price of oil started plummeting. For Inside Energy, I'm Emily Guerin. To see photos of starry skies and light pollution from the oil fields, go to our website, insideenergy.org.